Hey there, lifestyle, clothing optional thrill seekers. Ed and Phoebe here, and we've got a spicy announcement. Brace yourselves for Libertine Events 2024, the ultimate takeover experience, and it's gonna be wild. Find your tribe with Libertine Events, where you have access to private group chats, host-run seminars, and event surprises around every corner. Dive into the sultry world of Miami Vices this May, but hurry quick. It's already 70% sold out. You don't want to miss this opportunity to hang out with hosts like We've Got a Thing, Casual Swingers, Hump Day Quickies, and Expansive Connection, along with the driving force behind the whole event, Wanderlust Swingers. Save the dates in October because Libertine Events is bringing the heat to San Antonio with Senses 2024. We'll be there, as well as Average Swingers, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, Casual Swingers, Expansive Connection, DJ Life of Spice, and of course, Wanderlust Swingers. Be sure to use promo code SWINGERU, S-W-I-N-G-E-R-U, when you purchase your tickets to spice up your experience and support Swinger University. Once again, that's promo code SWINGERU. S-W-I-N-G-E-R-U at checkout. Get your tickets by clicking on the link in the show notes or visiting swingeruniversity.com slash libertine. Welcome to Swinger University, your horizontal enrichment program. Offering you the naked facts about swinging. Here are your hosts, Ed and Phoebe. Hi, this is Phoebe. And this is Ed. Today we're talking about BV or bacterial vaginosis. It's a highly transmittable vaginal infection that you don't want to get while swinging. This episode covers how to perform the WIF test, BV risks, why it occurs, contributing factors, things that help, and how to get rid of it. Now, we understand that this isn't the most sexy topic, but because it's real and highly likely that you're going to experience this at least once yes. in your swinging uh, adventures. Yes. We thought it was important. Exactly. So, have you ever been to a swinger party, been on the bed next to someone and smelled something a little funny? Like, you know, that fishy smell? You may want to perform the whiff test. Yes. And we'll describe that. Yeah, all right. So, how did we navigate this in the beginning? It was a thing was absolutely a thing and it was annoying yeah sucky. all right i got it it was annoying we played with people who had it i got rid of it we played with people again who had it and so on and so on so this this cyclical getting it and getting rid, getting of, it. rid of it yeah um part of it was the people we were playing with part of it was um, I was taking antihistamines, which was drying me out, which was affecting my pH, was making me more susceptible to BV, and we'll go into that later. So, 
Yeah. Recovery sucks. There's medicine for it. You can't have any alcohol for some of the medicine on one of the medicines. It's messy. You can't have sex. It's it's all around just a pain in the ass. Right. Well, it's like being on anything, right? You're on antibiotic for a period of time. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. You can't have alcohol during that either. Yeah. But just you got to remember to take it three times a day and it's a whole regimen and it's can't take it without taking food. And, you know, anytime you're on medication that's got drug interactions or side effects or whatever, it just sucks. Alters your routine and all that nonsense. Yeah. So I had to educate myself. And we now do the whiff test. And... um, (laughs) All right. How did did you perform the whiff test the first time? (laughs) So here's the whiff test. So... You can perform the whiff test if you get, you know, you can get close to women. You know, if you're, even if you're not bi, you get close to the woman. Touching is always usually involved, woman to woman. And, you know, you could rub her thigh and, you know, it doesn't really take you. I mean, you don't really have to stick your head down there to, to smell it. Maybe I have a little bit of a stronger sniffer. I'm a little part dog, but you can pick <laughs> up on it. <laughs> I thought I was part dog. <laughs> you can pick on it pretty well. I know. I'm part cat. Meow. So you could do that, you know, touching, you know, crossing thighs and stuff. You'll be, you'll be able to. Yeah. Especially if she's, if she's disrobed, if she doesn't have clothes on her vaginas exposed and right. she's probably getting excited, which means she's getting a little moist, which <laughs> and starts air flowing around and all this stuff. Exactly, I and, know. And you start to <laughs> you start to smell sex, and sometimes the smell is well. Yeah, I know a smell and not a beautiful. I aroma. know oh, it's so sad. One time, Ed was fingering a woman. And I could smell it on Ed's fingers when he, like, came up to, like, caress my face and kiss me. And I was like, oh, oh, no. Pee No, no. I'm taking a break. Bathroom break. Ran to the bathroom. Washed the hands. I'm like, Ed, take the bathroom break with me. (laughs) Happy birthday song. Yeah. Soap. Yep. Scrub the fingers. Yes. Definitely. And at the end of this episode, we're going to talk about how to get rid of all this, how to get rid of a situation with other people so that you don't have to hopefully encounter this unpleasant circumstance. The BV cycle. Dun, dun, dun. Right. All right. So, you know, what is it really? It's, it's. It's a vaginal infection. It's bacterial vaginosis. It's common and it can be caused by bacterial imbalance in the vagina. And it's definitely uh, transmittable through sexual contact. Right. And it's, you know, really transmittable. Yeah. So you can catch it naturally. And what happens is through a series of events, and we'll kind of describe some of that, you, a woman gets BV. She's got it. She basically has a super colony of bacteria going on in her vagina. Right. And so anything that kind of samples that 
pool of bacteria can Uh then be passed on to the next receptive host of bacteria. And vaginas are really good environments for bacteria. There's lots of good bacteria in there that maintain health, but that healthy bacterial environment will also work for bad bacteria too. Yep. Definitely. So it's obviously contagious. It's hard to get rid of. I mean, you can get rid of those medicines and things like that, but if you're got, you know, but it's pretty easy to have it start back up up again because you didn't quite get rid of it or yes. Yeah. Because if you don't finish your medicine exactly the way you're supposed to, it'll flare up again. Right. If you play with somebody else that has it, it'll flare up again. If you're on some other medication that's fucking with your pH, it'll flare up again. So it's right. really, really annoying. Your partner can transfer it to you via fingers, mouth, penis, essentially skin-to-skin contact. So if you're playing with a bunch of people on the bed and Ed's put his fingers in someone with BB and he puts them in me, boom, I got it. Right. And then he puts his fingers in somebody else and then he just spread it everywhere. Not a good way to spread the love. (laughs) No. No. Wrong kind of spreading. (laughs) Yes. Spread your legs, spread the love, but don't spread the BV. Right. And male sexual partners of these women carry the bacteria in the penis. So there is evidence of a sexual exchange. This was um, some research done by Dr. Jennifer Shuford. Multiple partners obviously increase your risk too. So So swinging is a natural environment for this to thrive. Yes. Yes. And it occurs because, you know, exposure to any foreign substance can can basically throw off your bacterial balance. Right. You have this nice, happy balance going on inside your body and your body's, you know, self-regulating, self-cleaning, and the pH plays an integral part in that. And if you get an influx of something that's 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 different it, it can't fight it or you know your natural ph is off because of other medications or things that you're eating doing taking etc right so let's get into so some we're gonna of those get into that things that contribute to bv these do not help and can alter your ph so contributing factors yes medications antihistamines which was my big thing Right, which we didn't realize at the time, but an antihistamine basically dries out the mucus mucus membranes in your nose, among other things. It turns out the vagina is also a mucus membrane. So your antihistamines are going to fuck your vagina in not a good way. Right. And I was on them every day, so my seasonal allergies crossed the you know crossed over from once a year seasonal allergies to twice a year seasonal and then pretty much it was just the whole year i'm a seasonal allergy person i need the med every day and so i was taking every day for a couple years and then i was running into issues right combined with playing and then you know the combination birth control pills can 
you know, affect your, your pH, uh, and IUD and antibiotics also. Yes. And I got, the, uh, and a lot of the research that I did is all listed at the bottom of our podcast. Sure yeah. mm-hmm. We'll put those in the references. So I didn't just make this stuff up. <laughs> I did do my homework. <laughs> we'll, we'll pull many things out of our butts, but not, uh, <laughs> not our research. Water consumption. You're too dehydrated. So th- right there, you know, you don't drink enough water. Nobody really does. And yeah. you're taking your antihistamine. Bam. Right. Done deal. Too much coffee, not enough water, all of that. Dehydration. Yeah. Unprotected sex. Yeah. So semen is alkaline and it actually encourages the growth of bacteria. So anybody who's playing bareback, mm-hmm. you've got pre-ejaculate that's coming out. You have ejaculate that's coming out. So <laughs> all of that semen is going to throw off a woman's pH, which is really interesting. Yeah. This, this I have, well, not while I was swinging. And when I was younger and I had a boyfriend, I wasn't, I wasn't just sleeping around. But when I'd go from boyfriend to boyfriend, my body actually got used to the, the, his semen. But I noticed every time I went from boyfriend to boyfriend, those first initial times where we'd have sex, I had a flare up of BV. And I was like, how weird. And then, you know, my body would kind of resolve it. I was younger and actually it just kind of took care of it. But like that next day or so, I smelled really fishy and I was like, ah, and I started to notice this pattern. So it was like, I'm very pH sensitive. Right. And I used to call it, I'm very semen sensitive because I didn't know it was a pH thing at the time. So you can imagine you're playing bareback with a bunch of people. And then you get this. Yeah. And you've just got everyone's different, you know, level of alkaline, alkaline semen stuffed into your vagina. Right. That sounded so sexy. <laughs> Stick your alkaline in. Stick Ooh. your alkaline in me, baby. Lubes. We've talked about lubes before. A lot. Yeah. Anything Don't... with sugar. Yeah. Even silicone, definitely the coconut oil will fuck you up. Yep. All changes your pH. Mm-hmm. So stick with water-based lubes. Yep. It's safer for your toys, and it's safer for your vagina. I almost thought you said toes. Your toes. toes. You know, some people are into that. We're using, some people Using really the are. toes. I've had, I've had someone who wanted me to stick my baby toe in his nose that too (laughs) it was his kink there you go it was not mine so i did not (laughs) and you know speaking of lubes going back to lubes yes we did a whole podcast on it it's a great podcast there's all kinds of details about lubricants and you know osmolality and some fun science stuff so if you like science and you want to talk about sexy lube science Go check that podcast out. out. Yeah, it was really good. Beware of sharing lubes. You've got vagina fingers on the lube. 
bottle container depending on how it's designed. So if you've got a pump action lube, it's a little better. But mm. if you've got a squeeze bottle lube and most everyone doesn't hold the bottle above their hand and squeeze they tend to the shaft and squeeze (laughs) yeah and then they tend to wipe the tip yeah wait that's the lube right Uh, yeah mm, right yeah and so then that bacteria gets right into your container so we always bring our own lube and use our own lube and i don't share it i mean sex is messy to begin with yeah but to kind of add this and we're not trying to make you guys feel like hypochondriac where you right. worry about all this stuff. right but at the same we time we do have a good time out there we do you just have to be a little careful there's some basic hygiene stuff that you want to yeah. do like people should wash their junk before they go to a swinger party right and and, and we always wash up before you know we switch, switch partners and, and usually you know these are in hotel rooms and things like that so the bathroom's right there it's only like ten feet away. Yeah. So you and just excuse nice yourself a little bit. And and because we tend to play in groups, there's so much action going on. No one really know everyone's always taking a break. Everyone's like stepping in, stepping out. Right. Tag team. You're in. Right. But even I will say, even with the single couple play, um, people take breaks all the time. Hey, you know, I need to Got to rehydrate. Rehydrate, bathroom break. Guys need to cool down. They've been working hard. Fan needs to come on. Yeah. A little snack break. It happens all the time. So it's easy. Halftime rub down. Yeah. But I will say if you're playing with uh, another couple, just the four of you, you, I mean, you really don't have to clean up because it's just you guys because there's no one else to like move to. And you can you incorporate all of that in, like have some washcloths ready to go and everybody can kind of clean up, get the lube off their fingers, that kind of stuff. I have had, yeah, I've had it can, it can be people fun. do that. Yeah, it's nice. Sponge baths are sexy. Yes. We talked about antibiotics making your vagina more acidic and can kill the good bacteria. That's right. Antibiotics kill bacteria, period. That's, that's bacteria. their whole purpose. Yep. It's like chemotherapy. It kills fast-growing cells, <laughs> yeah. even your cells, not just the cancer cells. So antibiotics, they kill things. Yes. So. Douching increases vaginal pH and encourages the growth of harmful bacteria. Your menstrual periods, blood is a, is a bit basic and will raise your pH, especially... As the tampon or pad sits in place. So you got to kind of be aware of that. Mm-hmm. Hormones, menopause and pregnancy changes it. Baths and showers. If you're using a scented soap or bubble bath, uh, you're going to run into some issues. I wouldn't recommend it. My gynecologist said stop. She even said stop using soap, period. Just don't w- do it. Water. Yeah. But. I did that for a while, but then I was weirded out by that. So I got, um, what is it? The good, good vibes, good lube, uh, or is it, is it the good clean love? Good clean love. They have a feminine wash. It's all pH balanced. It's great. I've been using it for years. I love it. Big blue bottle. Yeah, a little squeezy tube thing in yep. the shower. It's not uh, conditioner. Don't. Yeah, no. Don't use it on your head. No. <laughs> Vaginal sprays and deodorants bad scented detergents for undergarments bad bad 
Yeah, so don't be putting your underwear in the dryer with a um dryer sheet. The bounce. Yeah. Scented. Oof, no. That's that I don't, makes me I, itch. Yeah, I don't want a forest fresh vagina. No. It doesn't or sea breeze. What if it was vanilla though? Yeah, you I'd would eat like that. the vanilla. Yeah, I'd eat that. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Cigarettes can affect it, and last year, alcohols, sugars, refined carbs, even moderate use can just throw that shit off. Right. Want an adventure that will give you memories for a lifetime? We've been on three bliss cruises, and they were filled with daily sexy activities, great conversations, evening theme parties, and exciting memories. There's something for everyone, no matter where you are in your lifestyle journey. All are welcome. Book your cruise through our link and create your unforgettable experience, moments, and smiles. Visit swingeruniversity.com forward slash vacations and book your trip today. So here's some items that can help your pH, at least theoretically. We'll kind of go into... To some of that so probiotics and yogurt you see the commercials all the time you know hey probiotics it's good for your lady parts actually i don't think that's the jingle no but it's not but it's, it know, would be more exciting if it was <laughs> you want your vagina to be fresh Ooh, that's Eat a new product yogurt. we should come out with swinger yogurt mm, if it worked uh so <laughs> I mean, not that people don't buy things all the time that don't work or advertise right. things that don't right. work. Right. Um, my own doctor suggested uh, some of this. And then my friend, she claims the product that she uses is on the shelf near the tampons at her local grocery store. And I, I tried that product and had no success. It was a probiotic, especially for, you know, this i can't remember the name of it i can't remember either but it did nothing absolutely nothing so m mileage will vary i'm sure that some of this works for some people um for others not for others not yeah. so pumpkin seeds and sweet potatoes they've got zinc and vitamin a and beta carotene all these things help the zinc will help normalize your cycle and regulate some of your hormones. The vitamin A helps stop the spread of infection. Beta carotene is a good antioxidant and prevents cell damage and encourages tissue growth. That's always good. Yes. The other thing that I found that I do like, and it did work, is this product that I found at Walmart, and you can probably find it anywhere. It's called Queen V. V is in Victor. What's the V stand for? Vagina. Oh, oh that sounds nice. Yes. Or vulva. Mm. I don't really know, but either way, it's perfect. I'll take either one. <laughs> and it's boric acid, and it sounds obscene, like acid. Ah! But, yeah, like a horror movie. Right? Like, I'm sticking acid in my vagina. But it's this little capsule, and you push it up in your vagina, and it helps fix your pH. So if, if you're off, this will bring it back into that natural balance and kind of help your body. Right. You know, take care of anything that's going on. It 
it basically alters the pH from being basic to being more acidic, which is really healthy for the bacteria that are in your vagina. Yep. So it's like a reset. Yeah, it's it's creating a, a an ecosystem where they can yeah. flourish. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. So, you know, you think maybe you slept with someone and had some BV or something else is going on. You don't, it doesn't, you know, maybe right after your period, it, you know, you don't smell as fresh. You could pop one of those in and it puts your pH balance back in the right spot where it needs to. All right. How do we get rid of it? Well. With patience. The queen V could help if you're like right on top of it. And it all depends on you, like where you're at, you know, what your hormones are doing. Are you in menopause? Are you not in menopause? Are you know, what, what's going on? Are you on antibiotics? Whatever things are going on, it, it, it can help, but prescription medicine is really the, the big guns and is going to take care of it. There's two products. The first one can be oral or vaginal and can be messy. Um, You can't have sex for seven days if you're doing the vaginal. If you're taking it orally, you can't have any alcohol. And we keep learning how to pronounce this thing and we failed. It's a terrible name because it's very difficult to pronounce, but I'm going to try it. Metro Nidazol. Metro Nidazol. Oh, that's it. Metro Nidazol. But I like Metro Dazzle. Yeah, Metro Dazzle's way cooler. Right? Doesn't it sound better? And it's perfect for a vagina. It's Dazzle. It's Dazzle. It's like you got your. Dazzle Vazzle. Bedazzled. Dazzle Vazzle. In right. the Metro station. I don't know. That makes sense. <laughs> It's a New York Metro. thing. I don't know. And then you have your clindamycin also can be messy. You know, no sex for seven days. It, Although we did a couple times. I couldn't take it anymore. So like on day six or seven, I'm like, just put a condom on so you don't get the medicine all over you because I have to have you. Yeah. I know. It's a rough job, but somebody's got to do it. <laughs> so it works, but it's. You know, it's a frustrating thing to deal with. So we've been talking about BV and, you know, how it has a particular odor to it. And it's not exactly a fresh smell. Um, But the converse of that, the converse, the the inverse of a BV vagina is not a odorless vagina. Correct. You're... Vagina should smell and taste like something. It shouldn't taste like a freshly cleaned countertop or something where it's just (laughs) completely tasteless. (gasps) Yeah. It it should taste like something. Yeah. And a healthy pH balanced vagina is more likely to have a slightly metallic taste indicating its acidity which I find is fascinating. And, I mean, who doesn't like the taste of a nice, healthy vagina? Well, yeah, of course. I mean, I love the taste of my vagina. 
Especially when it's on your face. Oh, yeah, I love the taste of your vagina on my face, too. <laughs> Especially when I've got, like, a mustache or a goatee uh-huh. going, and I can, I can kind of save it for, for the a next few day. hours. Yeah, at breakfast, and you're like, coffee and vagina from last night. Mm. Mm. Nothing like pussy in the morning. Yes. Avoiding these foods will reduce your other non-BV related odors. So there's things that you can eat that will either help your flavor or in this particular case, hurt your flavor. Mm -hmm. So asparagus, broccoli and onions, uh, probably things like garlic, not the best things for sexy time. So probably avoid them a couple days before you go and play. Exactly. Your your spouse mate probably more forgiving, but your new play couple, eh, maybe avoid those. Yeah. And, and, you know, some of the foods that tend to provide a nice taste to them, things like pineapple. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we've heard Oranges. that for not only vaginal taste, but also for semen. semen. Mm-hmm. So pineapple. Not a bad thing to have 24 hours before. Yep. 24, probably, yeah, even 48 hours. I think it takes like two days to get ah, through your system. There you go. So Start eating up. Eat a little pineapple. <laughs> Something tropical in your mouth. <laughs> All right. So everyone's dying to know. Like, you're in this situation. You're in a play situation. How the hell do you get out of it? What happens? Like, you smell it, and then what? Like, you're in a group play situation, right? We kind of described a little bit of it earlier. Easiest way is to just kind of wiggle out of it. Move to a different partner. Happens all the time. You share the love. Right. With somebody else. Yep. Get, get up to get a drink or something. Oh, I'll be, I'll be right back. Get a drink. And when you come back, you just... Go to somebody else. Go, go to, to a different else. flower. That's right. Because you're the bee. Or a butterfly. Just be mindful, though, of who that new partner was with. Because if they were just with the partner you left, then they're not going to be safe either. Right. I'm, so I'm picturing three-card Monty, you know, the, the card game that they <laughs> play out on the street corners to kind of hustle you out of money. So it's like, ticket, 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 but it's with ticket. pussies. So they're like swapping pussies. You got to guess where the BV went. Yeah, not exciting. Yeah, it's not a good game. I no, mean, it's not you're probably going to lose that one. Uh, yeah. So one time, um, no, Ed and I were playing with this group, and we decided that probably no one was safe. Yeah. And so you know, basically, what we did was we 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 played with ourselves, and we got to watch some really hot sex. We got to participate in other ways that didn't include you know, penetration. Right. So, you know, you have fingers, right? And you can touch and probe and right. kiss. And so, I mean, we still had a, a great time and no one was offended and there was plenty to go around. So it was, it was easy to navigate. Good time was had by all. It was, it was. Now, single couple play is a little trickier because you've only got... <laughs> one other couple in the room <laughs> you can't avoid them all night it's just awkward or especially you... when they're in your living room and right. I, where did they go i don't know 
<laughs> Are so, they coming back? Yeah. They're in the bathroom a really long time. <laughs> so asked to take a break. Um, and, you know, this is probably a good conversation between the women. Yeah. It'll come... Uh, it, it will be less awkward if it's a woman having this discussion. Yes. Than, than the husband. Uh, it can be awkward no matter how you try and spell it out. But uh, it, it it's just being honest and we've never tried this we've never done this um i don't think we've had this situation personally but i can imagine it happening so we're trying to do the hypothetical here right you know and my best advice is you know deliver your message as compassionate as you can and really make it about you and your issue and needing to stay bv bv free because it is about you and your health and you're 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 standing up for yourself and I mean, yeah, it's unfortunate that that your play partner, she has BV, she may not know it. Maybe her nose can't detect it. Right. You know, it's not her fault. I mean, it's it's annoying and, you know, have compassion for her situation. She didn't like knowingly step into the room going, yeah, you know, I mean. Have some of this. Right. So <laughs> you, you have to be really sensitive, um, you know, to- towards her because it. It can it can be embarrassing, and and I am I am absolutely positive that a lot of women are not even aware of what is going on with their bodies, their vaginal health. So, uh, some know, maybe I don't. Some know. do, some don't. I mean, we just watched a show the other day. The lady didn't even know she was pregnant until seven, seven months. months in. Yeah, I mean, in real life, yeah, for for real, legit. I was like, wow, that's crazy. It happens. And, I mean, this is stuff that if you hadn't heard it in a podcast, you may not have heard about it. Right. You just thought it was, I have a stinky (laughs) (laughs) hoo-ha. But it's fixable. It is fixable. And, you know, maybe maybe you could say... "Mm, I, I, I want to let you know that I've had BV several times before. I, I don't have it anymore, but I recognize the pH imbalance in other women. Do you think you might have it? Um, and then you kind of can kind of navigate through the conversation there and, and then say, well, you know, I don't know if I want to take that risk tonight, but I'd love to, I'd love, you know, to, to play with you guys again or we could do something else this evening you know ed could always well you're with you have a condom but there's still kind of that risk of you'd have to wash up really good right afterwards right and i probably wouldn't you do anyway we practice that actually yep you always wash up before you ever have sex with me after you've been with somebody else you wash really good it's it's just a good habit. Yeah. So, all right, everyone. Your body is an amazing organism that fights off attacks all day long. So don't stop having sex with others, but be mindful of the risks and the health of your body. You may not get BV in the playroom on the first night swinging with others on the cruise, but by day five, seven, you might why oh let's see 
eight different partners in their bacteria, five different lubes, condoms with spermicide, dehydration from being in the pool all day, and drinking. Lack of sleep gives you reduced immunity. Yep. Not eating what you normally eat, drinking all day long. You get the picture. Right. So drink less, drink more water, take naps, and eat your veggies. <laughs> you put that in there. I did. That's funny. The whiff test is easy to perform and easy to wiggle out of sex with another couple, especially if it isn't one-on-one. And if it is, again, be mindful and compassionate with the communication you deliver. Please be sure to check out the references because there's some great stuff, great facts. But if you don't want to and you want to replay our episode over again because you just loved it so much, feel free to do that too. Remember to like and review us on iTunes. And subscribe to us on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Bye. Before you turn off our podcast to take care of all the vanilla things pulling you away, please reach out and give us a review. I know mashing a star is so much easier, but a review is so much better for sharing your love of what we're doing with others. We would appreciate it. If you want to share a personal story, ask us questions, or share your comments, you can contact us at swingeruniversity at gmail.com. Check us out at swingeruniversity.com, where you can find links to our Twitter and Instagram feeds. Thank you for listening to Swinger University, your horizontal enrichment podcast. Have you heard? SDC is more than just a dating site. They have expert contributors and educators like us and from all around the world to guide you in everything from how to talk to your partner about swinging and the different kinds of open relationships. You can also find out what you need to know before opening up your relationship, common swinger conflicts, and how to resolve them. Have you ever wanted to know what a swingers club is like? How to meet other swingers? Find a unicorn? Be a hot wife? Well, you can find all that information as well and much, much more. Check out SDC by clicking the link in the show notes and get your free seven-day membership.